Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. February's National Signing Day is right around the corner, but there is still one more high school bowl game left before we get there. Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 19th. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott, and I set myself up for failure starting a podcast introduction with the toughest month to pronounce. Anyway, in just a minute, we're going to send it over to Lance Glenn and a 24-7 sports football recruiting podcast as he is joined by national recruiting analyst Brandon Huffman, who is currently in Hawaii, that's nice, to preview the 2022 Polynesian Bowl. They discuss some of the top players participating, including number one recruit Travis Hunter, a Jackson State commit, a shocker, and Walter Nolan, a Texas A&M signee. They also talk about some under-the-radar names to watch, names that you should know as a college football fan, and the biggest recruiting storylines surrounding the game. Without holding you any longer, here are Lance Glenn and Brandon Huffman. It is Polynesian Bowl week. We previewed the Under Armour All-American game a few weeks ago, then did the All-American Bowl a week later. Now we are previewing the Polynesian Bowl in what I think is the best location of all the high school all-star games, Honolulu, Hawaii. So who better to join me to break down the game and the week prior to Saturday the 22nd than one of our great 24-7 sports national recruiting analysts out there living it up, sipping on pina coladas, Brandon Huffman. Huff, how you doing? Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, Lance, you know, aside from dealing with sand everywhere and the 79 degree cool weather we got, you know, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun week out here. Oh, man, that sounds let me tell you, that sounds tough. The sand, the 79 (laughs) degree weather, that sounds that sounds like a tough, a tough trip for you. And and I want to ask you, first and foremost, you know, you've been covering this game for a long time and. I know I'm going to hate you as you answer this because I wish I was in your shoes. Instead, I'm currently in New Jersey where we're riding out temperatures below 20. (laughs) But besides the game, what's your favorite part of the week that you get to spend out in Hawaii covering the Polynesian Bowl? You know, I got to say it's the uh, the the just I I mean, you're going to hate me for saying this. It's it's going out in the middle of January wearing shirt and shorts at a camp or at, at practice. And, you know, the Aloha spirit is you don't wear uh, long pants, you wear shorts, you wear a, you know, a, a Hawaiian shirt, polo shirt, and that's about as dressed up as we get. They feed the players extremely well, they feed the media extremely well. And you're waking up every morning, walk into your elevator and you get this beautiful view of the Pacific Ocean. So I think it's just while realizing the rest of my colleagues around the country are freezing their tails off, I am not sweating it, but you know, I'm having to wear some sunscreen and some sunglasses in the middle of January. I'm just, I'm shaking my head as you answer. Uh, I'm jealous. I, I, I no, no way fans or butts are bad at it. Uh, I'm jealous. I wish I was with you in Hawaii. But look, the game, obviously, Saturday the 22nd. And I want to start by highlighting two players playing in it. In fact, we've heard from them both on the last two five-minute morning episodes, Travis Hunter and Kevin Coleman. They're both headed to Jackson State to play for Deion Sanders. They're the two highest-rated recruits in that program's history. Hunter, the five-star top player in the country. Kevin Coleman, a high four-star receiver, the number four receiver in the composite rankings for 2022. What's caught your eye about both of them? What are you looking for from Jackson State? States to his new stars this week. 
Well, with Travis Hunter, getting a chance to see him this summer and this last spring on the seven-on-seven circuit, you just see an elite playmaker, whether it's playing receiver, whether it's playing safety, whether it's playing corner. He's just dynamic. When the ball gets in his hand, he makes plays. When the ball isn't directed towards him, he finds a way to get the ball into his hands when he's playing in the secondary. Even his last high school game, uh, which was on ESPN, the nationally televised uh, Geico State Championship Bowl game, uh, you know, he being near won that game for his team in the end before they gave up a touchdown with one second left, but he made plays offensively in that game that allowed them to take a late lead. Uh, you just get to see a guy who's absolutely electric when he plays with the ball. Uh, getting a chance to see Kevin Coleman in San Antonio last week, you see another guy who maybe doesn't have the the ideal height of a lot of receivers that we see in college right now, uh, but you can't hurt what you can't hit. And he's another guy that's electric in the open field. You saw some plays he made during the All-American Bowl, you know, where he gets the ball in his hands and he's just so elusive. That's such a quickness to him and the ability to break open just about every play. So let's get a chance to see those guys maybe go up against each other, whether it's in practice, whether it's in the game. Those two have played together on the seven-on-seven circuit. They've, they've played two different All-American games, and now they'll both get an opportunity to either line up next to each other, because I anticipate we'll see some Travis Hunter receiver, but we might get to see them either line up against each other during the game or during the week in practice. That'll be fun. Yeah, certainly. And again, Jackson State's two uh, highest rated commits of all time. So I'm sure if you're a Jackson State fan, you're looking forward to seeing, like you said, line up against each other or with each other. Walter Nolan, the nation's number two player in the 2022 class behind Travis Hunter. He's also playing in this game. How did he impress you this year? And what are you most interested in seeing with him this week? So when I saw him at the Future 50 back in June, I ended up writing a piece later that week, how he was one of the most dominant performances I've ever seen by a player at a national showcase. It was up there, you know, with uh, Landon Collins, what he did at the the very first opening. It was up there with, you know, uh, Chris Jones and what he did at the Under Armour All-American game in 2013. Walter Nolan was so emphatic. You know, we do the the My Five Stars on 24-7. To me, Walter Nolan is the number one player in the country. You know, I've always been kind of a little bit against the green. Two years ago, I did say it was Bryce Young when he was the consensus number one. JT Tumulowell last year. But with Walter Nolan, I just love watching a lineman that big move as well and athletically as he does. You know, he's a he's a tough block. Whether you're double teaming him, triple teaming him, you know, he's so quick, so strong, so just energetic when he's coming off the line. One of the things that really stood out to me at the Future 50 was watching him line up as an edge. You know, this is a guy who's used to playing inside, but he could line up in the edge, either stand up, put his hand in the ground, and he was blown by athletic tackles. He had, I think, the they made he made the big man challenge finals with a sub-seven-second Elcone draw. I mean, that's insane for a guy of his size moving like he does. And you see that, you know, we, you'll see a lot of times defensive linemen take plays off because they're constantly getting doubled and triple team. And, you know, they're it's physical every single play. But he's one of those guys is one of those rare defensive linemen who just doesn't take plays off. And he brings that same energy in the fourth quarter that he has in the first quarter. So now, Huff, moving on uh, to the offensive side of the ball, sort of a different group of quarterbacks from the Under Armour All-American game, the All-American Bowl, now playing in the Polynesian Bowl in Hawaii. This week, you have Texas signee Malik Murphy, Tennessee signee Taven Jackson, Michigan State signee Keaton Hauser, Miami signee Joe Corey Brown, UCLA signee Justin Martin, UNLV signee Jaden Mayava, and Arizona signee Noah Fafita. Of those guys, which one or two are you really looking forward to seeing throw in Hawaii this week? Well, the bummer is that Malik Murphy is not going to get to participate. He'll be there in San, or I guess, or in Hawaii. 
See, you know, the, the son's already doing things to my head. He'll be in Hawaii, but he's not getting the throw because of a, of a game injury he suffered, a foot injury he suffered in the final game of his senior season. So that would have been a great opportunity for him because he's a guy that just progressively got better each and every week. Uh, you know, him and Justin Martin were both unique cases. They were on the same high school team as sophomores at Sarah High School, where they were backing up Doug Brumfield, who's now at UNLV. So Malik Murphy was higher on the depth chart than Justin. Justin decided to transfer back to the home school that he was at, or the, uh, the public school in Inglewood where he was at. So both got to start as juniors and seniors, but both, you know, had to spend some time waiting their turn. So it would have been fun to watch those two go against each other. But speaking of waiting their turn, Caden Hauser, another guy who I, I think, you know, was in a unique situation when he was at, at Liberty High School in Las Vegas as a sophomore. He was the backup and in his junior year. He transferred to St. John Bosco and they went with a unique dual quarterback system between him and Pierce Clarkson, a four-star in the 2023 class. So, you know, Caden Hauser never got to be the guy himself. So I think, you know, in the case of Caden Hauser, this will be a great opportunity for him. He had a good Elite 11. Uh, he had a good spring, you know, but because he never was the, the firmly entrenched guy, this will be an opportunity for him. Taven Jackson's another guy that I'm excited to see. I got to see him at the Elite 11. Him and Ja'Curry Brown both got to see both at the Elite 11. Neither were selected to play in the Under Armour or the Army Bowl or the All-American Bowl. So I think both those guys will have the opportunity to kind of flourish on a national stage like they did at the Elite 11. And then, you know, every year there's a kid that's from Hawaii that gets the opportunity to step up. And Jaden Maiavala, I know he played, you know, in Las Vegas for his senior year playing at Liberty High School, interestingly enough, where Kate Bowser's at. He's a, whole, a kid from Hawaii, big arm kid that I saw on the seven on seven circuit, flashing that big arm. Every year, there's a local kid that has a great week. Chevy Cordero, uh, was it in 2018, 2019, uh, or 2020, we got to see Jaden Delora do it. We saw Sol J. Maiava, who originally was from Hawaii, ended up moving to Washington, D.C., but he was a Hawaii native, get MVP. So a lot of times those kids get that opportunity to come back home and get that chance to shine. So have a few more before I let you go. Each year, it seems like there's a player that breaks out at this game that didn't necessarily get invited to either the Unarmor All-American game or the All-American Bowl. When we were talking off air, you mentioned Jevin Holland, who shined in the game back in 2018. Is there a guy or two on your radar right now that could be this year's Jevin Holland? Yeah, I think there's actually two guys that I, I'm really eager to see on this stage. One of those is another safety uh, from California, Kamari Ramsey. He's at Sierra Canyon. When you think Sierra Canyon, we think basketball. Where Bronny James is at. It's where Amari Bailey, one of the top players in the country, is at. But the football team has done well over the last few years. And Kamari Ramsey is a big reason for that. He's been a stalwart in the secondary for them. Was originally committed to Stanford and then flipped to UCLA right before signing day. You know, he's the highest rated player in UCLA's class, one of the top safeties coming into the Pac 12. But he wasn't invited to the All American Bowl or Under Armour. He was invited to the opening, just like Javon Holland was. But now he'll get that opportunity to kind of show what he, what, what those two games might have been missing by not having him there and you know it, it's a pass friendly game these games have become so passer friendly if you're a running back it's almost like being a seven and seven the only way you're going to make plays is if they throw the ball to you but it's a safety driven game if you go back and you look at, at the previous games i think three of the four defensive mvps have been defensive backs and i think kamari ramsey's kind of my my dark horse there and then when we're going for another guy that I'm really eager to see, it's a kid named Oki Salabea. And why am I eager to see him? Because right now he's the number one player in American Samoa. So it's not a kid that was easily accessible uh, and wasn't able to get to the mainland for a lot of events, but he was originally committed to San Diego State. He's about 6'3", 6'4", 200 pounds. His dad played at Colorado. Colorado offered him late. He flipped to the buffs. 
He's a jumbo athlete. He could play quarterback. That's what he wants to play. But he could also be an outside linebacker. He could be a, a stand-up edge. He could be a tight end as he continues to develop. I'm super intrigued by him. Two years ago, uh, there was a player that came from American Samoa who ultimately signed with Washington State that you know kind of had his own breakout week that year. And so with, with the kids from American Samoa, this game means even more to them because they're getting to go toe-to-toe with the best players in the country. And, and Oki Salave is a guy that I'm very eager to see that I think will have an opportunity to have a big breakout week himself. So last one for you. Josh Connerly is the highest rated recruit playing in the game that's still uncommitted. Michigan, home state, Washington are, are, are two of the many schools chasing the five-star tackle. What's the latest on his recruitment? And are there any other recruiting storylines you're kind of following with players in this game? Yeah, I think Connolly is going to be one of the more fascinating ones because he'll be coming off a trip to Oklahoma. He heads out to Oklahoma, uh, or he, he was at Oklahoma over the weekend. He actually comes to Hawaii in the middle of the week because he's a basketball player. He already missed a week in San Antonio of basketball. If you're familiar with high school basketball in the Pacific Northwest, Garfield Rain near beach is one of the best robberies in all the sports and certainly in basketball he didn't want to miss that game so he goes right from his oklahoma visit plays the basketball game then comes to hawaii then he'll go visit miami next weekend right before signing day February is a dead period, so he's going to take no visits, just focus on basketball. Then when March comes back around, he's going to take his final two official visits. Likely those trips will be to Oregon and the USC with hometown Washington getting the unofficial visit. He's only taken one official visit so far. That was to Michigan. But those five schools that he's visiting plus Washington will be the six that he's going to focus on. He won't stretch it out as long as JT did till the 4th of July, but there's not going to be a decision at least until March. And then the other big one is Harold Perkins. Even though he announced for Texas A&M, he's the highest rated defensive player in this game, even though he announced for Texas A&M at the Under Armour game, there's still going to be some visits taken by him. You've got Louisiana or LSU, Florida, and Texas all trying to change his mind by signing day and get him away from the from Texas A&M. All right, big thanks to Lance and Brandon for the great insight. The Polynesian Bowl is set to take place this Saturday, January 22nd on the CBS Sports Network. Make sure to stay locked into 247sports.com for all the recruiting news and notes you need as the march towards National Signing Day continues. We're only a few weeks away until most of the remaining uncommitted or unsigned 2022 recruits put pen to paper, and we will be excited to not only put this class to bed, but to do so in grand grand fashion with another signing day show out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida at CBS Sports Interactive Headquarters. More details on that later. For Brandon Huffman and for Lance Lynn, I'm Trey Scott. Thanks for listening to another episode of the College Football Daily. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.